All right, folks, this is The Quest, and we are coming to you live from our studio. TheQuestAtlanta.com is where you can donate, or you can call 470-508-1160. We are here all day. Well, not all day. Actually, we're going to take a break this afternoon and come back with the Divine Mercy Chapel, but we do need your help. We thank you for calling in, and especially for making those monthly gifts, folks. So keep calling in and keep things moving this hour. The first hour, we raised $1,510. We need $3,000, so we're $1,500 short there. Last hour, we raised $745, so we're short there. I'll let you do the math, but somewhere around $2,300. I need a couple short folks call in and say, hey, I'm five foot two, and I'm going to give you $1,500, and or I'm six foot three, and I'm going to give you $2,300. Help us get back on track. We need your help. We need your support this hour. We're going to move on to another $3,000 goal. And so we're going to kind of get behind if you don't help us. 470-508-1160. or online. TheQuestAtlanta.com. I'm going to sweeten the pot this hour. As you know, today is October 13th. All right? The feast or the commemoration of the, the miracle of the sun at Fatima over 100 years ago. I got a bunch of movies here, the Fatima movie, and this came out in 2019. So there's numerous versions of the Fatima story. This is the 2019 version of the Fatima story called Fatima. Anyone who calls this hour, anyone who calls this hour is going to get a copy of the Fatima movie. Give us a call, 470-508-1160, or give online thequestatlanta.com. And as they say, but wait, there's more. You call this hour, and every dollar you give will go right towards the mission of the quest. Because yesterday, Carol Tira Smith announced that we are debt-free. Your radio station is debt-free, so all your dollars are going to go directly to the mission of Catholic Radio. You got no reason not to give folks 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or online, thequestatlanta.com. If you give at that monthly, all donors who give at the monthly level are going to get that mug as well. So guess what? You got the mug. You got some Java in there or some hot cocoa or your favorite green tea. You're going to get a Fatima movie to sit down and watch. We got your night planned out for you. All right, give us a call, 470-508-1160 or online, thequestatlanta.com. My name is Steve Splonskowski. I'm here with you to help continue this work. I've driven over 3,000 miles to get here to help you because this work is so important, and I'm so honored to be able to help you do this work, but I'm not going to be alone this hour. I've got in studio with me Maria Forbes. Maria, good morning. Or Yeah, still morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Almost afternoon. How are you? It's so exciting to be here. Yes, Maria, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I I had my first exposure to the Quest Atlanta about a year ago and um, worked on a pledge drive here, and we are just so excited at Mary Our Queen to be part of this this pledge drive and this mission of the quest. And I've been given an incredible gift today that I can't wait to share with you all, um, Sister Christine. So I'm, I'm excited to introduce her and um, talk a little bit about her journey and her mission. Well, let's, let's, let's let introduce Christ, uh, uh, Sister Christine right now. I, I, I think God put me in, in Sister's path. I was telling her <laughs> about a month ago. I noticed her on uh, Thursday at noon mass, and I, I'm, I almost don't have words today. I was driving here, and I forgot where I was going, and God just led me here because <laughs> I, I was listening to her stories on the, on the radio in the car, and it was just 
her her stories are life-changing and I think they're so relevant to what we're all going through today but sister Christine is um, with us at Mary our Queen she runs the Good Shepherd Center in Shambly and and helps refugee families Um, and we are just thrilled to I'm thrilled to get to know her 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 life her journey her mission Everything that she's doing here is just so important. You know, I want to jump in right now. This is a great transition, um, Maria, that uh, we're visiting with Sister Christine because last hour we talked all about pro-life work, and you're working. You're working with uh, families that are coming into into the world, or into the, the the country here. And this is the thing: as Catholics, we are pro-life across the board from from conception to natural death. We are pro-life, all levels, all human life matters. Folks, we get to talk with deacons who are who are going in to help with people who are in, in incarcerated. You know, the Lord doesn't abandon us, even though we abandon Him. So we as Catholics are all pro-life, and so this is another pro-life hour. Sister Christine, talk to us a little bit about yourself. Tell us, you know, give us a little background. Yeah, I am a Vietnamese, um, uh, born and raised in Hue, central Vietnam, and um, I uh, growing up in Vietnam, and then I joined the Good Shepherd Sisters in Singapore. So I made my novitiate, like the training in Singapore. After return to Vietnam, I made the first vows as the Good Shepherd, and I was among the youngest uh, sisters uh, the, and the beginning of the Good Shepherd Sisters in Vietnam. So uh, I worked in Vietnam until before the collapse of South Vietnam. We were asked to leave the country uh, because, um, you know, we, we don't um, have the permission in the sense that to leave and uh, do the work as the Good Shepherd Sisters because we are not the final vows. We didn't make my perpetual vows. So we live and we come to this country, uh, the U.S. And later on, six months later, I was missioned to Asia. And I was uh, asked to go to Macau, where I worked with a few Irish sisters. And we start the new convent in Macau. It's still working today. We work with the young women that have problems in Macau and then later on I was asked to go to Hong Kong to work with delinquent teenagers. So I stay in Hong Kong for 11 years working with the uh, children, Chinese, that uh, having family problems. I was in England um, to study to get my social work degree and I, were, I learned a lot. I learned a lot as a sister, uh, and I was asked to work with the skinheads and, uh, you know, a lot of things because I didn't understand English very well, and especially the British accent. So it's a, a lot of fun things. And well, now I can, look back. Did you say skinheads? Yes. What's, what's, I, I what are skinheads? With skinheads is the group of gang members. Oh, okay. That they, okay. Yeah, they, they attack the... Uh, law enforcement, uh, anybody. Um, so I, I think I, I learned a lot about how to deal with people that 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 is not in our usual way of behavior. Um, and uh, so 
uh, I returned to U.S. in 1991, and I was in uh, Maryland. Um, I worked with YMCA as a therapist for a year, and then I was missioned to Atlanta, and I stay uh, here uh, since, and then found the Good Shepherd Services, an outreach center to the refugees and immigrants, and I work as the CEO from that time until today, present. Awesome. If you just joined us, you're hearing the voice of Sister Christine. My name is Steve Sponskowski in studio with Maria Forbes. And this is our pledge drive. Folks, we're going to need your phone call. We want to continue this conversation, but the phones and our Internet is a little quiet right now. Uh, and in order to continue these conversations, we're going to need your call. Here's a here's a phone number, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or thequestatlanta.com. Remember, everyone who calls in this hour, you are going to get a the movie the Fa- of Fatima, which, of course, today is the uh, commemoration of the miracle of the sun at Fatima over 100 years ago, October 13th. You're going to get that movie. Um, you also get the opportunity to support Catholic Radio. If you give a monthly donation, you'll get the Quest mug and an opportunity to win this beautiful artwork we have in our front office. Check us out, thequestatlanta.com. Check us out on Facebook. Dom is posting some pictures right now. We'll be posting some pictures all day. Help us continue this work, 470 Christine, let's uh, talk a little bit more about, uh, about you and uh, what, what's going on in, in the community here. I, you know... Um we heard we drove here for an hour and i probably heard oh you know 15 different stories about the work that sister christine does um steve and uh, you know i i'd love for her to share about feeding the children um she she has this incredible work with children um who are in um, apartments near Good Shepherd Center, and um, her outreach is is incredible to just seeing them after school and understanding more about their cultures and the way that they're they deal with one another and and she feeds them snacks after school when they can't get into their homes because their parents are at work and um, this is just a tiny little snippet of the types of things that are happening in our own backyard that we don't even know about. And Sister Christine is, is leading, leading the way to um, helping these children. So um, tell us a little bit about that, Sister Christine, because I think it's just amazing what you do with the kids. I find um, the group of uh, uh, people, of children, roaming in their apartment compounds when I came here first, and I was curious, so I found out that most of them, uh, when they finish school, they go home, they're being locked out from their homes because the parents go to work with the kids and the children come home, no snacks, nothing. So they, uh, they roam around, they play, and it's unsupervised. And that was dangerous because a lot of people selling drugs and ask the children to go around and selling and give them just a few dollars. And that's how I kind of like so worried and I thought maybe starting the after school program. And we starting that and uh, at one point we have about 60 kids, uh, you know, came because uh, I think simply uh, in the beginning I, 
I find that they are so hungry, no snacks. So um, I don't know where to get the food for them. So, of course, now when I look back, I find that something, the Lord sent some angel because I was sitting under the tree in the habits and uh, playing the melodica, teaching the kids some song in Vietnamese so that they don't get feel hungry and they don't go around, uh, you know, kind of fighting. So one gentleman, he passing by that Shamli Dungudi road and he saw a nun sit under the tree surrounded with a group of kids and he stopped the car. He come in and he said, Sister, what are you doing? And I just looked at him and said, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I don't know what to do. I just arousing this group and, and just play with them. So he said, do you need anything, sister? And I said, yeah, I need some fruit for the kids because they are hungry. So from that day on for three months, every Monday, I saw a pattern of fruit put in front of my apartment. If banana, sometimes apple, and until today, I don't know who he was. I just hardly remember how he looked like. But I do believe that is how God intervening when we are kind of ready and we, we want to go with him, you know, and trust him enough. He do the rest. I find that. Sister... Christine, I think that's such an amazing story because, especially related to radio, the majority of our listeners are driving around in cars. And uh, I think it's a great reminder, as you said, you were, you were doing what the Lord is asking you to do, what you could do at that moment, um, playing music with the children. And a gentleman driving around in a car stopped and said, Sister, what do you need? Similarly, Mother Angelica, when she was starting the television network, uh, she had ordered a, a million, over a million dollar satellite and didn't have the money. And a gentleman was in his yacht uh, listen, uh, reading uh, one of her pamphlets on the Eucharist and called and said, Sister, what do you need? And he said they were delivering the satellite that day and she didn't have any money. And she went to the chapel and prayed. The Lord provides. But here's the thing, and as Mother Angelica would remind us, the Lord has a lot of money, but he gives it to you. It's in your pocket. He, you know, the Lord, the Lord could funnel money directly to sister, to the quest, to the great work that's going on. Uh, he, if he wanted to, he could give us a money tree, I suppose, but he doesn't. He gives the money to his, us, his children, so that we can be generous in supporting these great works, the great work of the Good Shepherd Center and the great work here at the quest. And folks, we're going to need your call. I haven't received any phone calls this hour yet. The, the, internet's are, the internet is down, I guess. So maybe the whole world is down. Maybe nobody can hear us. No, that's not true. The, but our internet is quiet. Our phones are quiet. Our mobile app is quiet. Folks, we do need your help. You're right now. We're, we're sitting here playing a fife. We're, we're playing some music on the radio. Our voices, we're talking. Um, and, and we're crying out to you saying, hey, we're gonna, we need your help. We need your help to continue this work. It will, this work cannot be continued without you. Now, the Holy Spirit is inviting you to be a part of this work. And so I want, I'm, I'm asking you to respond to that. Give us a call, 470-508-1160, 470 
508-508-1160 or visit us online, thequestatlanta.com. Folks, we haven't met any of our goals today yet. Yesterday, we had a pretty good hour, a pretty good day, a very good day. But today, we're off all day long. We're short 1,500 the first hour. Uh, we're short 2,300 the second hour. I'm still looking for those short folks to say, hey, I'll make up the first hour um, and I'll make up the second hour. And this hour so far, nothing. Now, we're not discouraged, so don't. Um, this is not a... a we're not discouraged because I know the Holy Spirit is out there right now preparing hearts for this message, just as Sister was telling her story. And she's playing this playing music so that because the children are hungry, and a gentleman stops by in the car and says, Sister, what are you doing? And she said, I need food. And he's been, he, he's been dropping a basket of fruit uh, at her door for, for a long time. Well, we need you to drop some fruit at our door. Okay, and here's how you can do it, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or give online, thequestatlanta.com. My name is Steve Sponskowski. I'm in studio with Maria Forbes and Sister Christine, um, who is at Mary, our Queen of Peace Catholic Church, and she's part of, well, you're the CEO of the Good, of the Good Shepherd Center, is that correct? Yes. And so she's sharing some stories of God's providence, and I love these stories, Sister, because the Lord's like, I will take care of you, right? I mean, talk, talk to us a little bit how, how in, in your own heart, sister, um, you know, so activity-wise, you're like, Lord, what do I do? Well, I'll just play music. H how does the Lord work within your own prayer life and, and then speak to you and show you his divine providence and care for you? I find that um, uh, I, growing up, I'm a very curious person, and uh, I want to know something that's uh, not routine always want to find out and so that come along sometime I get uh, some good th uh, result but so often I get a lot of punishment because of the curiosity and you know that being a nun you are not supposed to so uh, but I do uh, appreciate that um, that thing that sometimes curiosity Give me the new look, the new uh, finding and, and explore things. And God quietly doing in that. Uh, I love to look at nature and I realize that, you know, I, during the fall, I often sit quietly and look at outside. And I see the seed grow uh, or drop down very quietly. But the tree, big tree, when it dropped down, it made the, such a huge noise. And you see creation, very God made creation very quietly. It dropped down. It's, it's, it's kind of, he, he commanded and it's come into being, quiet. But when we uh, want to make the big things, where we destroying the universe, then it's always make the big noise. Uh, creature, the creature of God, or the beautiful of this universe, we always make big noise. And so I appreciate the silence. Yes, and I love what you're talking about there too, some, some curiosity too. I know Pope Francis in his letter announcing <laughs> the year of St. Joseph talked about St. Joseph's creative courage. You know, and sometimes a lot of times in, in our ministries, in this work, we have to step outside the norm we have to step outside our comfort zones 
uh, and say, okay, Lord, I guess I got to get a little creative here and we got to be courageous in stepping forward. And that, you know, much of what you're talking about, your work with uh, delinquent teenagers, the skinhead gangs and the refugees and the children, it's just like, you got to step out in courage. And folks, we're asking you to step out in courage right now. Get creative. Okay. So if you don't want to call the number 470-508-1160, if you don't want to give online the questatlanta.com, what do you want to do? What do you do? Get creative. I don't care. Stop by and drop a check. That'd be great. We'd love to meet you. Uh, whatever you'd like to do, we need you to get creative right now. Step out in courage and help us with this work. If you're curious, stop by 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or thequestatlanta.com is a way you can help us with this work. We're talking right now with Sister Christine of the Good Shepherd Center, and Maria Forbes is our co-host this morning. Yes, yes. And I'll tell you, I um, I was also just um, so touched by part of our conversation this morning um, coming into the studio about curiosity that was in a different context, Sister Christine, than you just described, but I think so fitting um, for our conversation today of just being curious about one another. And when we think about refugee families and we think about p- children who are you know, locked out of their apartments or on the streets and all of your exposures to children and young people who are in difficult situations, very difficult situations, as you've described around the world where you've been. And and for us to be curious about one another is such a great thing. Folks, we do have to step away for a break just at the bottom of the hour here, but we're going to continue this conversation about curiosity. On the other side of the break here, give us a phone number. Our, our phone call, 470, is our phone number, 470-508-1160, or give online thequestatlanta.com. We are in studio with Maria Forbes and Sister Christine of the Good Shepherd Center. Give us a call. We'll be right back. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. I think that we are so blessed as Catholics to have Mama Mary, okay? When my kids are little, they call her Mama Ma, and then eventually she becomes Mama Mary. We are so blessed with Blessed Virgin Mary, whatever name you want to call her. Um, She's amazing. She's a mom. She gets it, right? She totally gets it, and she desires us to know and encounter her son. So when you have had a hard day and you felt like you have failed today as a mom, um, ask for her help. When you don't know what to do for your child, I turn to her, and I'm like, okay, Mary, I don't know what my son needs right now, but you do. So you please fill in the gaps, fill in the pieces where where I'm messing up here and you just be with them. You help him, you help her, encourage them and lead them to your son. Let them know him, love him and serve him. And I think that we get to take advantage of that, which is really cool. Um, I am nowhere near as good of a mom as her, but I try and by her grace, she will teach me how to be a good mom too. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. Hi, this is Georgette Samaritan, a cradle Catholic from Kennesaw, Georgia. I'm so blessed to have Atlanta's Catholic radio station, The Quest, in my life. Each program feeds my mind and my soul in some special way and deepens my focus on those issues that matter the most in my life, namely my relationship to our Lord and His Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church. Loving Father, we thank you for the many ways you have blessed our lives. We thank you for the quest and the listeners who encounter you through this station. 
You are a powerful God, and we need Catholic Radio now more than ever. We pray that the three days of this pledge drive will be fruitful. We offer it to you with total abandonment and trust. We look forward to the treasures you will share through our guests. Lord, blanket the quest with the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth and love. O Holy Spirit, you are the consolation of our hearts and the inspiration of our best achievements. As we seek your guidance, we envision the apostles at Pentecost filled with a new wisdom and understanding on fire to spread the word of God to all who would listen. Let us have a measure of that Pentecost for your glory. We ask this in the name of Jesus, Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. Amen. Hello, I'm Father Henry Atem from St. George in Newnan, and this is my favorite prayer, the St. Augustine Prayer. Breathe in me, O Holy Spirit, that my thoughts may be holy. Draw my heart, O Holy Spirit, that I love but what is holy. Strengthen me, O Holy Spirit, to defend all that is holy. Guard me then, O Holy Spirit, that I always may be holy. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, well without end. Amen. I'm Maria Forbes with Sister Christine, and we left uh, right before the break with a um, a thought around our world and curiosity, and in in such a wounded state of our world right now, and so much prejudice um, that we experience. It's interesting to find out from Sister Christine what goes on in our own backyard and and across the world, but she has such experience in confronting and and helping to um, create understanding around um, prejudice and um, things that that I think a lot of the young kids are going through right now and sister I'd love to get your thoughts on just how you've dealt with some of these groups of children and some of the things like you were telling a story about um, the Asian children having to sit in the back of the bus and things that we just don't hear about enough, um, and we need to pique our own curiosity about what's going on out there and how we might be able to help. Uh, I think uh, kids, uh, most of them, when we from different countries and come into this country, we have to learn to accept one another. And children, usually, they don't have that because they, they go to school, and then they kind of grouping depending on their culture and their language. So they have so many different groups. That's what I notice when um, uh, children from Claxton, when they go to school, then you have Somalian, you have the people from Kenya, you have the Vietnamese at that time, and you have some Laotians. So it's, it's very different. So they might kind of bully each other because uh, every group they want to be stronger. So they usually they don't fight in school because, uh, you know, if the group is larger, they will tell, the, the, they're a little bit bullying and say to the other group that, oh, you, 
go at the back. You are not supposed to sit in front. And we, we occupy all this front seat for our friends. So all this is kind of like kids. For them, it's very important. And so they usually, after from the bus they get home, they will start the fights. And the parents will join in to protect their children. So it's become like between the adults, they will fight. And I, I think this is quite normal, quite normal, because that is the way they behave. Uh, you know, when you're in the new place. Um, and so uh, sometimes I kind of like get in to this. And uh, some of the kids have to go to school for the uh, the, the disciplinary, they have the panel, and then they say so-and-so fighting, and so you are suspended from being in school for how long? And so, you know, it's this kind of, uh, to me, uh, we didn't understand where they come from, and we just keep the discipline, and they have to be like this, like that. But that these children, that's why they are well-behaved in school, but when they go home, they start thinking something else. And I, I, I think that I find uh, after-school program will be the great answer to help the kids to learn about the new culture uh, in the U.S. as well as in the school. You have the whole different culture. When you go back to your family, it's different. And uh, I remember uh, some of the Vietnamese kids uh, go to the center to uh, do the homework, and they often tell my volunteers, um, oh, you, you do my homework. I go out and play. When you finish my homework, call me. And oh then I, I will go, and this is the, and my volunteers will get so upset. What are they doing? Why? I said, this is a Vietnamese culture. Most of the kids, the, the parents just want them to get the high mark and then get the pass in the class. And they, they're very proud about it. So quite many parents do the homework for the kids if they know how to do it. But when they are new in this country, they can't do it. So they go to our center just to get some volunteers to do their homework. And so I encourage the volunteers, tell them, no, you should come in, do your homework, finish the work, get there. So I think we need to be able to embrace something new, uh, something that's going, uh, because that is very, very important. And then we can help each other by, uh, you know, learning. And yeah. then accepting, and then we become the. That's children. exactly the word I was thinking was embrace. You know, be curious, embrace one another, and start to heal the wounds of of prejudice and separation. Um, in beginning with the children, it's so great that you do this for the children, who will then pass it on as they grow older and and become more accepting of differences. Yes. That's, that's true. Well, sister, we'd like to uh, thank uh, David and Kelly for checking in and saying this. We're giving a gift uh, to the Quest in honor of Sister Christine and all the beautiful work she has done. So, Sister Christine, thank you so much for that. 
Also, Damien called in, my son, he's here, and he said this is a gift for Dad. So thank you, Damien, so much for that. He is Damien is 10 years old, and he gave $10. So here's the deal, <laughs> folks. Maybe you want to consider a gift of your age. Uh, and I won't, I won't give out your age on the air. How's that? Um, but just a gift of any number, any size, uh, as, as sister is working with the children. And uh, do you have any of the children you work with? Are they, what, what, what ages are they, Sister Christine? They're from 6 to 14. 6 to 14. So my son Damien is right in there, 10 years old. So many wonderful children out there who are needing love and care. Um, and we actually shared the previous hour also a story about a young man um, who was adopted by a, his, by a father. Uh, just, uh, you know, the, the children are, as Mother Teresa would say, flowers. They are the flowers of our world and, and such a beautiful gift. So, folks, help us continue this work so that those children can be continued to be drawn to the faith. And also, our, our goal is to share these kinds of stories, the work that's going on in the church. You want to get the bad news? Go to secular media. Okay, you want to get the bad news? Go read you know, what's going on in the, the other news. But we are the good news, and we get to hear, hear talk about the good thing that's, things that are going on. And you know, most of us surround ourselves with the bad news. Most of us spend more time with the secular media and it's mostly lies, uh, just making it up. Uh, you know, so here's what I recommend you do. Listen to Catholic radio. Listen to Catholic media. Every couple of weeks, check out what's going on in the secular media because every couple of weeks is when, you know, check out the news two weeks later and it's actually true after they've retracted it and walked a few things back instead of making up the news. But on the, on the Catholic radio, we don't make up news. We don't have to. We got the good news right here. The Lord is always at work no matter what's going on in the world. Uh, uh, many of the saints, we're talking about our theme today, this week, is saints, heroes for all times. St. Polycarp, St. Augustine, uh, St. Aquinas, um, and many of our, our very good bishops, Archbishop Chapu uh, reminds us in his book, Render Unto Caesar, there is the, the idea of the good old days, nostalgia, it's a lie. Every, every age has its struggles. There's no such thing as the good old days. That, you know, and you may think, well, right now the church is really struggling. Folks, we've had popes who've tried to kill each other. We've had popes who've had mistresses. And even as I mentioned yesterday, 15 years after Christianity, after Catholicism became legal under Constantine, 15 years, within 15 years, the Arian heresy crop, popped up and Arius said Jesus was not truly divine. And guess what? Two-thirds of the bishops of the world agreed with him. Two-thirds of the bishops. Within 15 years, when Catholicism became legal, we all got lazy and decided Jesus was no longer God. Okay? This is nothing new under the sun, as Scripture tells us. Nothing new under the sun. Don't focus on the negative news. Focus on the good news. What's going right here on Catholic Radio, on the quest. Help us continue this work. You might say, Steve, you got your head in the sand. No, I don't. I have my head in the clouds because I'm facing and looking for Jesus because he is the only Savior. No politician will ever save you. Actually, the Jews thought Jesus would be a, a Messiah. A, their Messiah they were hoping for was somebody who would be a political leader who would come and free them from the, the occupation of the Roman Empire. That was their hope. And Jesus said, I don't think so. I think I'm going to die on this cross instead servant leadership that's what we need that's what we're talking about here on catholic radio all the time 
The politicians will not save you, but Jesus Christ will. Give us a call, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or give online thequestatlanta.com. I'm not saying that you shouldn't get involved in politics, but I'm saying put it in its proper place. Your faith comes first, and that's where it is here, right here. Number one priority, relationship with Jesus Christ on the quest. We're here to remind you about that, 470-508-1160, or thequestatlanta.com. Help us continue this work, right, Maria? Absolutely. And uh, people like Sister Christine bringing peace to the world and showing us how we should really view one another is an incredible gift today. And Sister Christine told me another story uh, on the way here that I thought was just so profound. Um, As our world is in the state, it is um, a man in a grocery store, I think it was, Sister Christine, who noticed you in your habit and, and had some trouble. And um, you, you really set him straight in the most peaceful way. Would, would you tell our listeners about that? Yes, I went to the Kroger uh, and want to buy something. And one young man who worked there in the vegetable section, uh, section and he, he came to me and he said, are you a nun? So I said, yes. And he said, I don't like nuns. I hate nuns. So I said, what do you mean? And he said, my mom. Uh, from Haiti, I'm from Haiti, and my mom growing up and have been taught that not something that not good like sex is bad, and so I grew up in the family that always had conflicts between my dad and my mom, and they end up divorced because of those nuns teaching like that. So I kind of uh, look at him and I said, yes, I'm so sorry about that. But, you know, that nuns, it's, it's at that time, it's uh, what she knows. She brings her best, try to tell the children what she knows. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you to tell me that. And i going home thinking, well, you know, I, I, I'm very happy because this person, at least he came to me and he says something, some anger that is in his heart. I am the instrument that that just to be there for him and listen to him. And that will be kind of change his way of thinking about Catholic nuns or Catholic priests. Because so often we just go around and we don't want to live what we think. We have to listen and see. There are so many things that the Lord, many signs that the Lord sent to us every day through ordinary people. And I thought, that man I met, he taught me also a lot, a big lesson. And I feel humble and grateful to the Lord. And now he's now he says hello to you when you go into oh, the store, right? He's so happy every time he see me come and Sister Christine. Um, and I, I'm so glad because, uh, you know, I shared with you, Maria, about wearing the habits. If yes. I didn't wear the habits, they didn't know I'm the nun. And he will continue to get that anger in his heart. Yes, we were talking about nuns wearing habits. Mm-hmm. You know, and what, where, where are they? I asked Sister Christine. I don't see, an, I don't see them. And I spotted Sister Christine in mass. And, um, and she was talking about that they don't always wear their habit. But had she not had it on that day, he, this, this man would not have had the opportunity that he did to get some clarity and meet somebody so wonderful. 
Yeah, that, that outward sign of your profession of faith is a beautiful gift. I love it when we see our priests in their collars or their cassocks or whatever. We can see the, the commitment that you've made. And like you said, that, that man came up to you and he shared with you his anger. What a great gift and, and what a great response, sister. I mean, oftentimes I think that is in the church, there's a misunderstanding. We actually just had a quote last hour uh, that we shared from Archbishop Fulton Sheen. There are not 100 people in the United States who hate the Catholic Church, but there are millions who hate what they wrongly perceive the Catholic Church to be. And of course, as we know, our church is not holy because of her members necessarily, but because of her founder. And we as human beings, we are wounded, we are, we are in poverty, and so we don't always present the teachings of the faith well, and that can push others away. So we have to be willing to accept some of our failings and also accept that the Lord is the one who keeps the church here. And folks, you are the ones who help keep the quest here with your help. We'd like to thank Joanne who checked in online. Joanne, thank you for your gift. Um, she's from Kennesaw. And then also Vic checked in, uh, gave a phone call. Vic, thank you for that very nice gift. You can join Joanne and Vic this hour by calling 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160 or you can give at thequestatlanta.com I'm going to give you a little update where we're at Got, we're running a little quiet this morning folks there's a, a lot of chatter in the halls as you can probably hear but not so much chatter on our phones or on the internet so give us a shout this hour $385 so we're coming up short again we've got about 10 minutes left in this hour uh, it was $1,500 short the first hour, $2,200 or $2,300 the, the second hour, and, and we're still coming up short here, folks. We're going to need your help. 470-508-1160. What do you love about the Quest? What would you miss about the Quest? You've only had the Quest around here for three years. How was it three years ago without the Quest? Well... Give us a call. Help us continue this work. 470-508-1160. I'm not threatening you. I'm not saying the quest is going to go anywhere because the Lord wants it. But he does want you to be a part of it. So help us give, uh, continue this work. 470-508-1160. Or uh, check us out online, thequestatlanta.com. Christine, uh, or sorry, Maria, you want to talk a little bit more about what uh, Sister Christine is doing. I think, so um, we have a caller. It for, with a question for Sister Christine. Is that right? No. Okay. I wanted to uh, share with listeners uh, um, something else about Sister Christine told me today um, about when she was in China and working with young women. Another incredible outreach um, that she had been involved in in China and um, learning the Chinese language and talking with um, the, uh, I think maybe the Archbishop, Sister Christine. No, with or, the church. With we the church. to court to dismiss Oh, right, it. right. Tell the listeners about that. And another, it's funny because it's, a, it's about learning the language, but it's also um, just another example of the incredible outreach you're doing with the young, young women. I in was in Hong Kong and I didn't know Cantonese very well. I was asked to work up to be a counselor and live with 20 girls that they are from, uh, you know, problem families. So these girls, they are kind of teenagers and very kind of like, uh, they don't respect people. They just live like, they, they usually live. So uh, I, I don't know Chinese, but I pick up Chinese from them, from daily conversation. So on the day I went to court to dismiss one of the girls, and there was a church 
Uh, he's from England, and then the rest own so many people who sitting around. And he asked me to report on these girls before we uh, kind of uh, allowed this girl to go home and live, uh, you know, her own life. So anyway, I, I bow and uh, I say something in Cantonese, in Chinese uh, that I learn and um, uh, very reverently I bow to the church and I say good morning church and all that and he asked me about where you work and what you're doing and all that. So uh, I do the report all in English after that but at the end of the hearing he told me quietly, he said, Sister, could you go to my office after this? I want to see you. So when I came in and he asked me, where did you learn your Chinese? And I said, I learned from my girls. And he said, oh my gosh. So I said, what do you mean? He said, I can't repeat. <laughs> I, it turned out that, uh, you know, I use the F word in every sentence that I say and everybody was shocked. They were feel so embarrassed and nobody there to tell me what is that means. So um, I feel humbled. At the same time, I feel it's so much fun because I allow myself to, meet, to be the fool, but that is the reality. Uh, you know, when you work with uh, young people, the future of, uh, of uh, the church or the world and our country, I think we have to go where they are in order to uh, teach them, to help them how to follow us. So I, I thought that was the privilege that uh, for the first time I uh, kind of uh, publicly made the fool of myself. But well, I think it's fun. <laughs> and be careful who you learn the language from, right? <laughs> there yes. You go. yes. Well, and speaking of that, Sister Christine, you had mentioned earlier there had a, a caller had a question, and a caller had a question relating to your working with the youth and the ones that are locked out of their homes and said, is there, do you have an outreach also to parents who are, who are, are locking their children out of the homes or is there, is there a, a way to address some of the, the parental problems, obviously the, the root of the problems? Very much so because throughout the years now we have parents came to the center, we have parenting classes and we invite the, invite the law enforcement to talk to our kids during summer to teach them about what you do when you see the gun in the drawer in your home. What do you do when you see the fire and how to cross the street and uh, how to behave when you are in public uh, and all that things. Uh, the police, local police uh, during summer program do that. About the parents, we also invite the um, uh, police uh, and also some uh, people from the different like nutrition people expert uh, in nutrition about diet, how to, to help the children, especially during summer, to have enough uh, food to eat. And we also, uh, almost every day, we're taking care about their immigration work paperwork, uh, family reunion, uh, and apply for green card, for visa, and for, also for uh, family violence intervention and uh, DUI. I am the one that contract with the states to provide all this for non-English speaking 
people. That means we are reaching out to the families in need because of the language and the culture. Uh, they dare not approach anybody. So we are like the uh, stepping stone to bring the people to the new culture. If you're just joining us, you're hearing the voice of Sister Christine. Uh, Sister, uh, Sister Christine, what's your last name? You Chuang. Chuang? Christine Chuang. Okay. Uh, Sister Christine Chuang. And uh, also in studio, Maria Forbes. My name is Steve Sponskowski. This is our pledge drive, folks. Uh, we did receive a rash of phone calls there for a little bit, but it's kind of quieted down. Uh, raised just under $400 this hour. So we're going to need some calls. You know, uh, a couple of callers, maybe at $1,000. A couple of callers giving at that dollar a day. Um, $360 a month, sorry, a year, a dollar a day, or $30 a month. We need your help to continue this work so we can continue to share the good news with you. 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or you can give online, thequestatlanta.com. Also give on that mobile app that is available right there. Maria, can you talk to us a little bit uh, for the next, we only got a few minutes to the top of the hour. Why should people support The Quest? Oh my goodness. So many reasons. Um, you know, I, I have only learned about the quest about a year ago and was such a wonderful experience, um, working on a project, uh, with Carol Tiresmith. And, you know, the way that we can spread the word happens so much faster over the airwaves, right? We can reach so many more people. So the Quest is this resource we're so fortunate to have locally in Atlanta, this incredible group of people that is just growing and growing and growing each year that the Quest is on air um, to help bring souls to Christ in so many ways. And those ways are all unique to each individual host or volunteer of the quest. And they're using their God-given abilities to um, achieve this mission, which is an incredible mission, a timely mission always. And um, I think, you know, the, the reason to listen to the quest is personal for each and every listener. You know, it meets you where you are. There's so many different kinds of programs and conversations going on at the quest. And so anywhere you are, in, in your faith or questions you have about your faith, we're finding this uh, an incredible resource f uh, for everybody. Good. Sister Christine, can you talk to us a little bit how maybe the quest is actually even working in conjunction with the work that you do with families? Do you see a, do you see a kind of an overlap? Uh, no, I think uh, because uh, the, now I get quite uh, more friends, people from own walks of life, and especially my, the people that are connected uh, not only in at Mary Our Queen, uh, Marietta, St. Anne, uh, and also Holy Cross, all that, a lot of friends that I know. And I think they have been supporting me during the years uh, because uh, they, they are very generous. And I really grateful because I think God uh, is sending you all to help me. And I appreciate this uh, radio station because give me a chance to say, to voice uh, what we are really needing for our Catholic Church, really needing right now, all of us to be one voice and to be with the Lord. 
so we're working together. It's a community working together. And so that overlap of faith and that overlap uh, of, of doing the Lord's work. Well, we have, a, just a, we have to step away at the top of the hour for a legal ID. So, Sister Christine, thank you so much for being here with us this hour. And uh, Maria, thank you so much for co-hosting. My great pleasure. Sure, appreciate it. Folks, we still need your call. Phone lines are still kind of quiet. Actually, very quiet. Uh, so give me a phone call, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or give online, thequestatlanta.com. That's our website. This is AM 1160 WCFO East Point Atlanta, The Quest.